Oban has declared war on little outs. While community leaders are urging residents and visitors alike to clean up their act, there's an army of volunteers rallying at hot spots around the town to clean up other people's mess. I'm on my way to meet two of them, Keep Open Beautiful Warriors Alistair Hall and Beatrice Keenan on patrol at Gallanac. We got... They are very good there, but they're nowadays are frowned upon. This is the farmer's sheep feed bags, but they don't make it, you know, they don't break. They're really tough, and that's what we are using. But they're good and strong, so really in terms strong. of protecting us, they're good things they're, they're to use. Because that was a good point that you said, you know, um, in the past when you've been on your, your wanders and wandering along, if you've seen rubbish, you know, well, I know I've yes. you've mentioned it, you, you pick it up, but now with the like virus, that. you're thinking, no, you don't know, really. You can't, wouldn't. you can't risk it, can you? No, I wouldn't. So it's good to see you with all your proper gear. Not even for a biscuit. Not even for a biscuit. <laughs> so how many, how many times would you sort of come out and do this route then, would you? For a walk. And sort every, of do, or, or do you, so or every day. So you'd walk every, every day. day and litter picking? Oh, this is the first time we've done a litter, right. litter pick. Um, right. Because we, it's, we've only just recently got the, the equipment to do it safely. So that's why we might have done it earlier. That's what I was saying earlier. I wish I had done it last week before the verges were cut because I think the, the long grass is covering over quite a lot of the litter that was there. And then once the wind comes and takes that uh, grass away, it'll expose the litter again. So we'll probably have to repeat we'll the exercise. Walk and, sometime. Uh -huh. But in terms of walking this week, I mean, we walk down here, we go up round up that slope there, and that takes you along to Pulpit Hill and back down again. It's a lovely walk. It's such a beautiful spot, and mm. it's such a shame to see it being blighted with, with rubbish. Yeah, with yeah. rubbish. It's really not what you want to see when you're out for a pleasant walk. We walk our dogs down here all the time. I know we just found the um, small frying pan, and we've had the fish slice that you've that you've yeah. picked up. But is that? amongst the most unusual thing that you've found in all your litter picking, would you say? Today, Alison, you've found something, didn't you, to uh, go with the fish lice, you said? Plastic huh? forks, uh -huh. yeah, disposable cutlery. I think we've been coming down here to eat the fish and chips and then just leaving, yeah. leaving it when they're finished. But then, why leave your rubbish? Who knows? It's hard to imagine. You, you, would, ima you, you would guess that they're coming here to enjoy the scenery. So, as you say, why blight it with the uh, litter? It's hard to understand. I mean, I often, when the children were young, they would go home with pockets full of their paper that, you know, take that take home, home, don't drop it. And same with myself, the pockets used to be full of sweetie papers and everything. <laughs> I mean, some argue that it's a lack of bins. I mean, certainly, if we walk from our house, which is just up before the yacht club, all the way down there and back, there isn't one bin. Not. That's quite a distance, isn't uh -huh. it? So, like for our dog poo, for example, we bag it. We have, if, if they do their poo just after we start our walk, then we're carrying that with us for over an hour. By the time we've finished our walk, there's nowhere to dispose of it until we get back to our house again. So there might be an argument for more facilities for disposing of litter. And I would have thought, I mean, there's a, a shelter there for the ferry over to Kerrera. People will be sitting there, maybe having their sandwich and a bottle of juice while they're waiting for the ferry. When they're finished with that, they either put it in their pockets and take it home, but there's no bin to put it on, so they might just dump it on the, dump it on the ground. 
I wonder if they don't have bins because they know they're going to have to add it to the emptying route and what with the shortage on council fees. The council, the council lorries come down here to, to collect the refuse from Kerrera. The ferry brings the wheelie bins over, they sit there until the council lorry comes to collect it. I wouldn't have thought it would have been, I mean the council lorry is there. If it's general waste, why not just empty a bin at the same time? Where we live along the road, um, Alistair, you just put your bins out the time but ours sit in our gar in our car park and and it's good people walk along and they kind of open the bin and look and they put the rubbish in i don't mind because it's it saves having rubbish on the road mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, they I do use no my, that yes either. they they use our bins <laughs> but yeah, that's good for that, yes you? rather than fling it over our fence yeah yeah but i was mentioning earlier on about the wind i mean that is an, an issue i find with our um recyclable bin that if it's windy i have to put a big slab on the top because we, we usually put it out the night before because the collection can be quite early and we don't want to miss it and if it's windy then i'll put a, a big slab on top to stop the lid lifting because if it does then the litter will display all the way up the street yours, yeah yours are well secured uh -huh. yeah, yeah. So when i went to ganavan a few weeks ago um up on the flat bits of grass there was a double air bed inflated you missed that bit alistair oops sorry beatrice has got it oh making up with a cigarette but all right you, you're, you're equals now you're equals now but there was there was um, an inflated double air bed with two pillows and um an open sleeping bag and two chairs and there was only me around and i was sort of looking thinking well i wonder if someone's just sort of gone off for a walk or but really my head was telling me no no someone spent the night here mm -hmm. and then they've actually just um, gone off and left it yeah. and if it hadn't been covid i'd have that <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> been in the back of the car i'd have yeah. <laughs> i'd have scavenged them but that's the worry you just you're just not sure what's safe to pick up and what's not and especially with your bare hands so i'd rather not take the risk no, mm. no, because you're there, sort of, you've got your litter pickers, you've got your gloves on, you've got your high-vis, mm -hmm. keep open, beautiful vest on, so. Yeah. I and mean, that's a good message. I mean, I suppose that there's quite a few people wandering around doing this with, the, with the, uh, the vests on, with the message on the back. Maybe people will start to think, mm -hmm. I yeah, think the, I think the main group town. do a lot of the work in Denali, the, the uh, Witches Woods seems to be very bad for littering. And I think I see regular posts of people doing litter picks there every every other week. Yes, I've been I've been That's talking just... to Laura mm -hmm. Laura Corb, Corb, isn't it Corb? Mm -hmm. yeah. And she was saying that people from Soroba have been in touch, saying there's a little woodland area up there, and they would like to try and get something organised yes, to I start think, clearing I that think, up. I think I saw a post about that one. Yes, I'm not familiar with that area particularly, um, but I've uh, helped out that particular group up at the hydro before and it was literally dozens of sacks full of cans and bottles. Sounds but, like party central up yeah, there. Yeah and very tricky because a lot of broken glass as well. A lot of people have given up walking their dogs up there now because of splinters of glass and the risk of injury to the paws and that kind of thing. So but unfortunately it's not a case that you clear it up and that's it. You clear it up and you know a couple of weeks later it's going to be back to square one and start all over again. So what's the answer? Oh well who knows. I mean, people have suggested regular police patrols, but I mean, they've got to be there at the right time. 
Yeah, I think uh, I was talking yeah. to the councillors and they were saying similar, they're getting inundated with people reporting, you know, like lots of waste or problems or antisocial behaviour, but they're sort of not doing it till the, ne the next day. And really, the, the thing is to strike while the iron's hot, so yeah. to speak, uh -huh. you've got a chance of... Uh, and there's certainly there's plenty of education that goes on in schools, there's no question about that. The schools are doing good jobs about educating children about littering and keeping the place beautiful. So I mean, education has to be a part of it, but as far as I can see, that is being done. So. Well, you're doing a great job. <laughs> you and Beatrice, you get my gold stars for today. Well done. <laughs> OK, well, I'm going to let you carry on now. So uh, happy litter picking. And I hope you don't have to come out and do it too often. Kathy Goes Litter Picking was written and presented by Kathy Griffiths, with contributions from Alistair Hall and Beatrice Keenan. The music was by Chris Bennett, and the editor was Stephen Day. It was a Wyvex Media production for The Open Times. If you have enjoyed this podcast, we've got lots more at our website, www.opentimes.co.uk forward slash podcasts.